Hi, I'm Deborah Holchip, editor of Michigan Today. In this episode of Listen in Michigan, my guest is the actor Wendell Pierce. He's Bunk from The Wire. Bunk, you guys. Antoine from Treme, Greer from Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. You've seen him in Malcolm X, Ray, Selma, pretty much everything. Now you can see him in the UMS production Some Old Black Man, a digital presentation of the 2015 play by James Anthony Tyler. Okay, so this is really cool. Wendell was one of the first digital residency artists at the University Musical Society. Okay, so what does that mean? Together with James Anthony Tyler, director Joe Kakachi, stage manager Tiffany Robinson, and co-star Charlie Robinson, Wendell quarantined for three weeks in an Ann Arbor house under strict COVID protocols before filming the play in Detroit at the Jam Handy. They had no audience and more protocols, but that didn't matter. It's a deeply personal show about one family, and it also embraces the wider themes of racism, social justice, and intergenerational struggle. And as so often happens, the play, the production, the people, the timing, they were all ideal for the stupid pandemic we're in. It turns out Wendell is really good friends with Wynton Marcellus, who's a frequent performer and big fan of UMS. Wynton had introduced Wendell to UMS's Matthew Van Beesen at a performance in New York, and flash forward a couple years, That meeting evolved into this incredible production that melds artistry and humanity and technology with a poignance that is more resonant now than ever before. UMS premiered the two-man show about a father and son in January. Free screenings for U of M audiences run February 24th through 28th, and a wider release to the general public runs March 1st through 12th. Now for Wendell, whose own pop is 96 and still living in the first home he ever purchased in New Orleans, the show struck a deep chord. Wendell had done it live in New York already with a different co-star, but the same creative team, so transforming their show for an alternative medium, like living together as college students before filming the play, was an adventure they all embraced together. And we are so lucky they did. Listening to Wendell speak about art is one of the most inspiring experiences I've ever had. Here's Wendell. Art is promoted the wrong way within the society. People don't understand its tangible effect, that it is what thoughts are to the individual. When you lie awake at night and reflect on who you are and try to come to an understanding of what your purpose is and journey is, that's what art should be for the community as a whole, the place where we together reflect on who we are, where we hope to go. Mm-hmm. The most important part is to declare what your values are, and then go out and act on them. So there's an art to every aspect of our life, the art of science, the art of engineering, the art of medicine, the art of theater, the art of, you know, visual art. Uh, The process of art, combining the two, technical proficiency and creativity, that is art. And that can be found in every aspect of our lives. Find the art in every discipline you were a part of. In engineering, you could not get a better example of what artistry can do. I'm so happy that we did this project with the engineering department because it just shows you that the two should never be uncoupled. That even if you're just doing a completely engineering project, always think of it as an artistic Mm -hmm. project. Be as efficient and exact with the technical aspect of it 
but at the same time, bring in the artistry, which is how can I evolve and display my engineering prowess in an expressive way? Yeah. And that's where innovation comes from. And that's what you're seeing here, the innovation of what some old black man is and how uh, it is deeply connected to engineering. I, I discovered my artistic ability in trigonometry class. Oh, there you go. I figured out that someone can have used the same toolbox and come up with a different proof, but there's an absolute truth in the answer. The authenticity of the truth doesn't change. And that is when I understood, okay, that's how I understood Shakespeare. That's how I understood that someone can take a script in, in a role like Arthur Miller's mm -hmm. Willie Loman, and in every generation, someone can bring what they have to it. Every great actor can bring something to it that illuminates something that hasn't been seen before in it. And yeah. that's artistry. And that's the thing that Arthur Miller understood. And I think it's because he went to U of M. I promise I did not direct him to say that. Wendell loves U of M. I'm not kidding. He said it like 20 times. Part of it is his passion for our alum, Arthur Miller, and his classic play, Death of a Salesman. Wendell was nominated for an Olivier Award for his performance of Miller's Willie Loman on the West End in London. And something that's classic means that it will stand the test of time, that it will speak to a human being in the moment that it's created um, and speak to a human being long after we're gone because it speaks to a uniqueness of who we are and our authenticity. It taps into that humanity that is so much a part of our DNA. It speaks to us across places and cultures and times across gender, across race, everything. That sort of authenticity and artistry is the purpose and the role of art. And that is the thing that great artists like Arthur Miller have the facility for. Arthur Miller's work speaks to any human being at any time and place on this earth because they can key into a man going through the struggle of losing his way, um, of chasing a false uh, hope, of losing sight of what is important, um, of the fear of wondering if your best days are behind you, mm. right? Which for me, when I was doing the play, that is what tapped my spirit the fears of that are my best days behind me as a middle-aged man starting mm -hmm. to understand what is important, what have you achieved, what have you failed uh, to see its importance. And that will speak to everyone ac across time and place. And that's the classic thing about Arthur Miller. It seems fathers and sons and sons and fathers are a classic theme in Wendell's life these days. Uh, first of all, one of the things that I really loved about the play, in spite of all the conflict, you get to a place of showing um, a father and son who love each other, who may be misconnecting, but they do have a deep love for each other. And to see that expressed in African-American men in, 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 in our culture is seldom. And so I love that, even with all the conflict. Also, coming to an understanding of where that conflict comes from. A love so deep that they don't want you to be hurt that their dreams deferred are not your dreams deferred. Uh, a father trying to be protective of their son, doing the best they can. 
And that was uh, reflected in my own personal life and relationship with my father. He didn't want me to be an actor. No. And he was so adamantly against it, you know? And I was like, this is what I love to do. Now, he said he didn't want me to do it. Or he wasn't going to help me anymore. Get your mother to do it, as he literally said. (laughs) But he stuck to his principle, which was, if you found something you wanted to do, give 100% to it. And, you know, that's that's the most important thing. So he never told me stop doing it. He never gave me an ultimatum and said, you have to stop. Yeah. He really was someone who said, I'm not going to be a part of it, but you go ahead and do it if that's what you <laughs> want to do. My Broadway debut, he was there. And I said, remember the day you said you weren't going to do this anymore? He goes, yes. I said, I want you to remember this as much as that. I want you to remember this day as much as that. And he said, son, I'm proud of you. I will definitely remember that. So my father was a photographer. And I always thought that he was a photographer um, during the days when you went to the studio to get the pictures taken. I did not know that my father was an artistic photographer. Oh, okay. Uh, on par with Roy DeCarver or James Van Der Zee, the famous African-American photographers. And he had an entire show that he had done when he was in college in 1947 of photography that he had tucked away in a drawer somewhere. It was a dream of his that he never got to do it. And all the battles I'm sure he had to face of, of discrimination and bigotry and racism where he couldn't become the photographer yeah. that he wanted to be. And he didn't want that disappointment for me. And it's the same understanding in the play. It parallels the understanding that, you know, Calvin comes to when he's speaking to his father, when Donald tells him the pain and trauma that he experienced in his youth. And that's all he was trying to protect him from, that yeah. same drama. So it was reflected in my life that the two were parallel and it was really a, a wonderful thing to discover. And uh, art imitating life and life imitating art. Well, it's no secret COVID has made life extremely challenging, but this team embraced the creative challenges posed by the pandemic, even when their director tested positive for COVID. As a digital artist, I wanted to explore how we are going to manage in this pandemic. Uh, and the, sub, the first assumption I made is we're not going to leave the pandemic. So how are we going forward going to be artists? And I saw and I know of the University of Michigan's public health department being uh, revered and honored around the country and the world. Um, I had a relative who graduated from the public health uh, school, school. Oh, that's public. cool. And I thought it was a great case study, chance for a case study of how to do art within the pandemic. And at the same time, the duality of doing the play itself. And at first we just kind of gave lip service to it. Yeah, you know, it's a public health study. So let's, let's, you know, let's rehearse, let's do the play. And then um, the director uh, tested positive. And then all of the protocols that we put into place serviced the case study, how to stay protected, how to do the work, um, and at the same time, be quarantined and isolated. Within the house, we were isolated from each other. Then once we cleared that time period and protocol, we were able to come together, but Joe was still isolated until he recovered from the disease itself. And then went past the protocol of safety of knowing that he was cleared, that we all could come together at the jam handy. And so it really became a case study for managing the pandemic and the disease when there is a, a positive uh, result within the group 
and uh, how to stay in that bubble, how to protect yourself within the bubble, how to recover from it, and at the same time, do all of the work. So we found that even with something disconnected as a Zoom rehearsal, that in spite of the technology, you still need the humanity of being mm -hmm. connected. And we were sti still able to do that. When we only were together, Charlie and I were only together for maybe a week and a half wow. of doing the play. So it was uh, quite an interesting experiment. We're in a college town here, even if it is half shut down. So I had to ask about the whole cohabitation thing. They were all great housemates, you know. <laughs> Everyone always assumes actors and artists just say that, you know, as, as good PR. But it really was. So everybody cooked. Charlie didn't cook, but he always cleaned, right? So he okay. said, that's, that's how I pay, you know. And then every once in a while, he, you know, he bought dinner, you know, for everybody. So it was great. Are you writing your own names on your food and stuff? <laughs> no, not at all. We all bought too much, right? And so we were constantly like, just say, hey, take whatever you want, you know. That's uh, so it was really wonderful. And uh, so we had a really good time. I think if it would have been a, a larger cast and group, it, it could have gotten hairy. I knew it would work with the smaller group. So living together worked quite well, but how are they going to translate a live theater production to the screen in a way that still felt organic and true to both mediums? We talked about the balance of play it as a play because we want that to be uh, the focus of it, that mm -hmm. we're, we're filming a play, but then there's moments where you go, I want to play it like it's film, you know? Yeah. And, and so it was, a, it was an amalgam. It was a hybrid of both. Uh, we, we tried to do a play to get a sense that you were there. Uh, acting is like a floodlight when you're on the stage, right? And when it's on film, it's like taking the same amount of light and condensing it into a laser. So don't think of it as less light or smaller or more, more focused. It's really about the same amount of light, the same amount of energy and matter, just focused very much like a laser. It also presented a wonderful challenge uh, and um, putting you in the vanguard of something new uh, mm -hmm. to discover out of this pandemic and a new way of working. If we are going to translate plays, what is the benefit of doing a play and what's the benefit of doing something as a film uh, and the uniqueness of both, uh, trying to bring those together and, and actually coming into a place that now is new that we're discovering Still, that technology doesn't inhibit our humanity. It actually amplifies our humanity in a different platform. And that's what we discovered with this. Well, and speaking of humanity, the benefit of working with UMS digitally means the show is distributed much farther and wider than the Season Power Center or Hill Auditorium or, frankly, any theater for that matter. We had viewers from all 50 states from 30 countries. So cool. And that's the thing that um, is the silver lining in yeah. this and showing you that you can um, have an impact. 30 million people watched the National Theater at Home series from the National Theater in London mm -hmm. uh, during the pandemic. It is now a part of their structure. They have a subscription audience now around the world that can see their productions. And that is the future of digital artistry that we discovered. Um, and, and that's the real honor of being one of the first digital artists in residence at UMS. You know, Winston was like, these are some of the best presenters in the world, you know? And Matthew is uh, an artist. 
he has an artist's mind and spirit, as well as an administrator, so he's the perfect person to lead UMS. We are so lucky that Wynton Marcellus told Wendell Pierce that we were cool and that he came here to share his talent with us. If the kickoff to 2021 has taught us anything, it's that we need more ways to connect with one another's hearts. For Wendell, art, writ large, plays a massive role in transforming society. But art can't do everything. As a Black man in a country that has institutionalized racism, the first thing you have to do is be just as deliberate in breaking it down. Legislate laws that will change the behavior. Mm-hmm. Then art has to step in to change the hearts and minds, right? And a lot of times we forget that. Yeah. Uh, on both sides, we try to legislate to our hearts and minds. Mm-hmm. Well, let I don't understand why the other side doesn't understand this if I just change this law and make it. No, change the law. Let them be as angry as they want to be, uh, as confused as they want to be, as bigoted as they want to be, and then change their heart and mind by tapping into their humanity with art, right? Because we don't have the time to wait for them to change their mind to change the law. Legislate so that you change behavior Create art so that you change a person's mindset and their heart and understanding. All right, get to work, legislators. Wendell is already in Cupertino, preparing the first hybrid production at the Steve Jobs Theater now. Don't miss Some Old Black Man via UMS, February 24th through March 12th. Go to ums.org for details. Okay, that's it for now. Find more episodes of Listen in Michigan at michigantoday.umich.edu under the podcast tab. See you next time, and as always, go blue.